ML Nation, episode 408. People follow people with vision. People follow people with enthusiasm. If you're not excited about what you're doing, then don't expect anyone else to be excited about it. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. ML Nation, do you have trouble recruiting online? I'd like to invite you to a free training on how to create online duplication. This webinar will cover the 10 stages of online duplication and how 95% of distributors get stuck on stage four and never become successful in network marketing. It's also not just like other webinars where you learn just how to recruit online via social media. More importantly, four of the 10 stages I cover will be focused on duplication so that you just don't have to endlessly recruit and recruit and recruit. Go register for this free training at www.onlineduplication.com. Again, that's onlineduplication.com. I look forward to seeing you on the training. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Johnny Davis. Hey, Johnny, are you ready to make it happen? I am. I'm ready to go. Johnny Davis got started in network marketing in 1996 and was able to retire from corporate America at the age of 31. In a previous company, he developed an organization of over 14,000 associates that generated over $100 million in annual sales. In his last company, he's won numerous awards and was featured the 100th edition of the Success From Home magazine. He's won numerous awards, and today, Johnny Davis spends most of his time doing network, doing a business coaching, coaches network marketers, also corporate executives, and is also the author of a very inspiring book, I'm Still Here, From Heart Failure to the Heart of a Champion. So, Johnny, it's great to have you on the show. I've given ML Nation a brief background, but please share more about how did you get started in network marketing in 1996? Wow, this is a, an amazing story. I actually... I can remember very vividly, 1996, I was sitting at my desk and I was working for one of the top health insurance companies at that time. And I had just come to this realization after just being in this environment for a little while that there had to be something else better than this. I looked over to my left, I looked over to my right and I saw my coworkers and I kind of saw my future because these guys were old enough to be my parents. And I was just talking to them. I'm like, well, how long have you been here? And they were like, oh, we've been here almost 30 years. We're getting ready to retire. And they just looked so down and so sullen, so melancholy. And I looked at myself every day. I'm looking at, I see myself in them 30 years from today. And I said, no, this, it has to be a better way. If I have to do this for the next 40 years, someone should just go ahead and just kill me right now. And so <laughs> as soon as I said that, it was just as if something in the universe heard my cry. And a friend of mine actually shared an opportunity with me and started explaining to me how I could actually make as much money as I wanted to make. I could make it on my own time. I can I don't have to have a boss and so on and so forth. And everything he shared with me, it just it just piqued my interest. And I got really, really excited about it. And I went to this meeting. I didn't know anybody from a can of paint. I really didn't even understand the opportunity that I was looking at, but I knew that at that time it made enough sense for me to just plunge in and just and just learn as much as I can. And that's really how I got started in network marketing. I just I, I put a cry out in the universe and someone answered it 
came to me and shared the opportunity with me. And from that point on, as they say, the rest is history. So when you got started, how old were you at that time? 24. 24. Uh, so now we know how old you are. Um, so how did it go? As a 24-year-old starting out, how was your first couple of weeks like? <laughs> my first couple of weeks, I was really, really excited. My, my excitement level was at, at an all-time high. It was at 10. My knowledge level was at a zero. But I didn't let that stop me. I was just learning as much as I can because I was so green. I was so green. I was so hungry for the opportunity. I was so hungry for this, this vision, this picture that was painted for me that all the things I could accomplish with this. And so I made a list of everybody that I knew. You know, you, when, you're, when you're taught, when you first get started, make a list of everybody you know, blah, 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 blah. So I did all those things. I contacted every single person that I knew. And I was so excited. I wanted to share this opportunity with them because I wanted to change their life. I thought that I had the golden brick. I knew that I had the golden brick. I knew that I had something special that if you were ready to change your life, that this was going to be it. And I'm the person that you want to follow. We're going to do it together. So I was young. I was hungry. I was passionate and I was excited about it. So that was my first couple of weeks in the business. And um, from that point on, I just I maintained my, my, my enthusiasm by staying plugged in. By staying connected. That was one of the things that I learned really early on is that in order for you to stay lit up, you got to stay plugged in. If you want to stay fired up, you got to stay on fire. And the way that you do that is to stay plugged in and connected to the source, connected to the energy. So my first few weeks, Simon, I was on fire. You couldn't tell me that I wasn't a hot knife and you were the butter. I was going to go right through you. I was I was unstoppable. I was not going to be denied. And I was <laughs> I was what you call ignorance on fire. But it's all, it was okay because uh, that enabled me to connect with a lot of people and folks connected to my enthusiasm. They didn't really care about what I was saying. They, did, they knew that I wasn't really knowledgeable because I was just learning. But it was just my enthusiasm that was infectious and it caught them, caught their attention. So did, they, uh, did, you, get, did you have success when you first started? Like a lot of people joined you or it took a while? You know, when I first got started, I wouldn't say a lot of people. You know, it's... Maybe my first couple of weeks, I was saying I built a team of about 30, 30 people or so. And I don't know if that if you would equate that to success. You know, some people would say yes. Some people would say that's nothing. But for me at that time, it was huge because this was my first my first exposure to network marketing. And, and, and based on the leaders and based on what others had accomplished within that, that time period at that time, to me, it was relatively successful. So, um, yeah, I guess you could say success. I had success. Well, why uh, 30 people is a lot of people. Why do you, uh, some people are struggling. Why do you think a lot of distributors are struggling while you didn't have that struggle? You know what it is? I think a lot of people struggle because they really don't have the, 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 the belief yet. They don't. People follow people with vision. People follow people with enthusiasm. If you're not excited about what you're doing, then don't expect anyone else to be excited about it. And from day one, I had that excitement because I was 24 years old. And someone painted a picture to me and said, you can be a millionaire by the time you turn 28. Simon, that's all I had in my head. And that created such an enthusiasm, an infectious energy that when I talked to you, by the time I finished with you, you were like, okay, I'm ready to go. Like you, you, you were ready to just go out with your with your sword in hand, ready to go slay the dragon. Like that's that's how passionate I was about that. So I think a lot of new distributors struggle 
because their belief is not there yet. And you have to kind of trick your mind into seeing the future and buying into that vision and buying into that future and developing that enthusiasm and developing that passion, even though there's no evidence of success yet. You still have to develop that that passion because people are attracted to that more so than the money. People are attracted to enthusiasm and they're attracted to a vision and they're attracted to passion. And I think that's the main reason why a lot of new distributors struggle because they don't have the passion and the enthusiasm yet. They don't have the belief in, the, in what they're doing yet. You talked about tricking your mind to be uh, successful, right? Um, even though you're not successful, to have excitement. For some people, it's hard to do. How do you do it? So even though you were 24, you haven't, you were able to trick yourself, visualize that. How do you do it? Well, one of the ways that you do it, I talked about this earlier. You got to stay connected. You got to stay plugged in to your leaders. Go to all of the meetings. Go to the trainings. And engage in your personal development process very, very quickly. Very quickly. I think that for a lot of distributors, they wait until they start to have a few people join their team or maybe earn a couple of thousand dollars before they really start to engage in that personal development process. My leaders taught me early on when I first came on board, they gave me two books. They gave me my first year in network marketing by Mark Yarnell, and then they gave me Think and Grow Rich, the Bible of, for network marketers. And so while I was going through this process, I was learning at the same time. And my first year in network marketing taught me the, 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 the other side of network marketing. It taught me the behind the scenes, dealing with the people and the things that you can expect as you're going through the process. And so I, I took some very, very key aspects, some knowledge from those books in terms of understanding the process. And if you want to reach this, this level of success, you have to live it in your mind first. And while you're developing your story, if you will, borrow the stories of, mother, of, of others. Stay connected to the fire. Stay connected to the leaders. Go to all of the events and listen to the stories. Listen, listen to the testimonials and absorb as much as you can. Because while, like I said, until, you're, until you have your own success story, until your belief level is there, it's imperative that you borrow the belief of others. Because that's the only thing that you're going to have that's going to enable you to, to maintain and, and survive early on, because as soon as you experience adversity, as soon as people tell you, no, I'm not interested, your skin hasn't become thick yet. And as soon as that first couple of people tell you, no, it's going to feel like someone cut you with a knife and you're going to be like, oh, I'm bleeding. No, they're not interested. This is not for me. And you start second guessing yourself. And next thing you know, you're out of here. What was a turning point? Was it specific or maybe an aha moment you had? Because you, you had recruited 30 people. Was it a specific moment you had where you finally felt like you got it and then things really, really got exciting and took off for you? You know, what really got me excited, the aha moment was when the duplication started to take place. See, I knew, that I, I knew what I could do. I knew I had the passion. I knew I had the desire. I knew that if I put my mind to something, I can do it. But then once I started to see other people do the same thing and now they were able to use their ability and then use their influence to connect with other people. And you started to watch this exponential growth take place. That's when the aha moment really kicked in because it was no longer about me. 
I started to learn the lesson. It was, it was not about me. It was about developing others. It was about others seeing it. And then those individuals having the belief, developing the belief that they can do it. And as the team started to grow, it was like, that's it. That's it. Getting people to the level where they can believe that they can do it. See, I can do it. They can watch me all day. But, and they can cheer for me all day. But it's not about that. It's about what they believe that they can do. And that was the aha moment for me. What are some things, so say you have a new distributor, they don't have that belief yet. What are some things, they say you're working with them, what are some things that you could do to increase that belief that they, that they feel like they can do it? Well, one of the things that I do with new distributors is we really sit down and we map out your vision. And I know people talk about this all the time, but this is the one, I think this is probably one of the most underutilized techniques and things that new distributors don't take the time to go through. They don't really have a clear vision of what they really would like to get out of the business that they're a part of. How does this fit into your life? What do you see yourself doing in the next five years? What do you see yourself doing in the next 10 years? What do you see yourself doing in the next 15 years? How is this going to, if you can draw the perfect picture for your life, what does it look like? And for, I mean, from every detail, from where you live, where your kids go to school, your type of relationships you have, how does all of these things fit into this business that you're in? Or how does this business fit into what you're doing? And the clearer you get on that, the clearer you get on it, that is what is going to enable a person to really start to believe that they can do it. You have to believe in your vision. If you believe in your vision and you believe that this particular vehicle that you're a part of can actually help bring that vision to fruition, then there, therein lies the, the, the process right there. So I think that once a person really gets clear on what they want to do for themselves, not for the company, not for your upline, not, not even necessarily for the team, but what it is that you want to do with your own life. And then you look and see how this supports the team. How does this support the company and so on and so forth? But it all starts with that individual, you. What is your vision? Because without it, without having that clarity, it doesn't matter how wonderful your opportunity is. It doesn't matter how much money you can make, compensation plan, or how great the products or services are. None of that matters. If you don't, if it doesn't fit into the vision of your life, but if you don't have a clear vision of what that is, then guess what? You're going to you're going to you're going to just wander around in this industry aimlessly. You're not going to have any success. And you know the phrase, if you don't have a target, any if if you aim at nothing, you hit it every time. So you have to give you have to have something that you're working toward. And that's one of the things that a new distributor can do. Get clear on what you want to do from day 1. And people they call it your why or what have you. I call it your vision. Get clear on that vision. Get clear on what it is that you really want to do. Great stuff there. Very good. Hey, um, ML Nation, if you're watching this, this is good stuff. You're watching Johnny Davis. Please uh, tag him on this post. You can follow him and also share this. Really good stuff the last three minutes about vision. I think that's what most people are not doing. They're not clear with their vision. Now, um, moving on, I'm going to ask you my favorite question, Johnny, which is in your like 20 year plus years in network marketing, what is your worst, worst moment in network marketing? 
to the point that was so, maybe you even had regrets that you were in this profession, but you didn't quit. And that's why you are who you are today. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I take you back 11 years ago, Simon. Uh, at 34 years old, I was actually diagnosed with congestive heart failure. And that was the beginning of my heart trouble. And I was at the peak of my network marketing career. Life was fantastic. Business was great. I was young, jet setting, flying all over the place, just doing, doing my thing as a young single man at that time. And then within a blink of an eye, I was stricken with this debilitating heart situation that left me flat on my back. Literally, I had to take off the whole year to recuperate from that because I had one foot in the grave and then the other one in a banana peel. And I hit a crossroad because while I was going through that process, two things happened. I was thankful that the industry was there because I was in a situation, Simon, when I couldn't even, I couldn't work. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't travel. I couldn't get on an airplane. I physically did not have the energy to even do a call like this right now because talking was a, was, was a challenge. I couldn't do it. And so I was thankful that the team was there. We built a large enough team. But at also what happened, a lot of the leaders decided, hey, you know what? Well, Mr. Davis is not around anymore, so we're just going to kind of take our foot off the gas and uh, we're just going to kind of just coast a little bit. And so I watched the income go from here and it started to just wane and decrease and, and dwindle, 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 dwindle. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Did I, did I not work hard enough? Did I not position myself better in the marketplace? Did I not make enough wise investments and things of that nature? Because what if this thing just goes bottom out and I'm not ready to get back in the, in, in the, in the game? I can't, I can't run around, I can't build. So I was at a crossroad because I was really scared. I was scared. I didn't know if the if what we built was going to be strong enough to sustain me until I was able to kind of get back on my feet. And so that was a very very low point for me. But I'll but I'll I'll share another one if I can with you. Another another low point was I was able to bounce back from that and the business took off again. And then in 2012, 20, December 24th of 2012, it appeared at age 40 that I lost my battle with heart disease and I actually went into sudden cardiac arrest. And I actually was dead for over 16 minutes. My heart stopped for over 16 minutes. I had no pulse, no oxygen to my brain for over 16 minutes. And um, without even giving you the, the whole story, because it's in the book, I'm still here from Heart Failure to Heart of a Champion. After, after surviving that, miraculously surviving that, spending two nights, two days in a coma, nine days in the hospital, I had to have heart surgery when I had a, de a device implanted in my chest and everything. Coming home from that, I was at a crossroad again. And I was just trying to figure out what I was going to do with the rest of my life. Here I am, 40 years old. My heart wasn't functioning. I only had 15% usage of my heart. So for me to walk 100 feet and back was, was just, I couldn't do it. And my wife and I, we were just celebrating or going into our, our third year of marriage. And we were just trying to figure out what life was going to be like. And while I was going through all of that, Simon, I had some key leaders in, my, in, in, our, in our team at that time that decided they were going to leave and go to another network marketing company and took a good chunk of my leaders with them. And so, again, the business went from here. And it just went down, 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 down. And I was, I found myself in that situation one more time. 
and I just, I just totally second, I just second guess myself. Like you wouldn't believe, like maybe I should have positioned myself in a different industry. Maybe I should have did something different. You know, you have all these why me scenarios running through your head. And so that was a real low point for me, but thank God I was able to bounce back from that as well. But those two moments when I was at the very worst, the worst in my life from a standpoint of I couldn't do anything. It wasn't it wasn't so much the team, but it was me. I couldn't do anything. And if you're ever in that situation, I don't know if you've ever experienced a situation where you go from right now having your life in front of you, your family, your wife and everything is going fantastic. And all of a sudden, all of that is taken away from you. What do you do? How do you bounce back from that? So that was a low point. That was one of the two of the lowest points in my career. Why did you stay in network marketing? Because you couldn't really work. Your income's dropping. Have you ever thought, hey, I'm just going to get a job, at least have a stable income, especially with your heart condition. You don't need to run around anymore. Well, as my heart situation improved, um, I said, you know what? You've been, you, you're in the industry for so long, and you learn so much, and your mind stretches. And your, you know, your mind is like, like a like a pair of underwear. Once they're stretched, they can never go back, right? So once your mind has been stretched to the point where you've lived that life and you know what's possible, to put yourself back in that box again, it's it doesn't work. It won't fit. And so for me, I had become unemployable. And the thought of even being under the thumb of someone just made me itch. <laughs> And I just couldn't do it. So I had to figure something out. I had to figure it out. I had to find a way to reinvent myself. I had to find a way to re-inspire myself. I had to find a way to to recapture and rekindle the love again for the industry and um, and, and just to, to start all over again. Because I grew up in this industry. Most of my adult career has been in network marketing. So for me, there was no other alternative. It was either make it work or die, literally. Um, why don't you, you know, transition over a little bit to your book? You just you came up with the book, I'm Still Here, From Heart Failure to Heart of a Champion. Uh, what's that book about and what, what inspired you to write that? Well, the book is about my 10-year my battle. It's about this journey that I just kind of just gave you the, the, the cliff note version of, of dealing with heart failure and overcoming it, overcoming that. But the mindset, the mindset that you have to have while you're dealing with these, these, these challenges that are going to come your way. See, for some of you guys that are watching right now, it may not necessarily be a health challenge. It might be you, you're going to introduce your, your best friends to the, to the, to the opportunity that you're working with right now. And you guys are going to be running and building and growing and sharing and, and expanding and just having all these wonderful times. And then one day out of the blue, unbeknownst to you, well, guess what? They decide they're going to do something totally different. And you thought these individuals were your friends and turned out to be they had something planned, something else planned the whole time. And you're like, wow, that's going to really challenge your your emotions. How do you respond to that? How do you bounce back from that? How do you reinvent yourself? How do you re-inspire yourself? How do you stay in love with the industry, even though what you're experiencing right now is something very ugly? And so I use that my, my experience of going through my health challenge, going through my financial challenges and, and going overcoming that, experiencing it, going through it, overcoming it, then experiencing it again, overcoming it. You know, and it's just one hurdle after the next. 
So it's a personal development course, if you will, in my book that kind of gives you the, the mental framework of how to overcome all of these different types of challenges that are going to come your way. And it's going to happen in your business. It's going to happen in your business. Every day is not going to be roses and sunshine. You're not going to start network marketing today and then tomorrow you're earning $50,000 a week. It's just not going to happen that way. If anyone tells you that, they're lying to you. And if everyone tells you that every day is going to be fantastic, that this is going to be the end all be all to your all of your, your troubles, well, it could be. It could be. But there's going to be a tremendous price that you're going to have to pay for that. A tremendous price. And you got to know that walking in up front, that whatever you truly desire to have, you're going to be tested for it. See, if, you're, if your vision is true, if your vision is true, it will be tested for authenticity. And it's going to be tested in ways that you have no idea how you're going to respond to it until you get in that situation. See, everything is great right now. You can say, oh, I'll do this. I read this in this book. And if this happens, I'll apply it this way. Yeah, it sounds great in theory until you get put in the fire. You don't know what you're going to do. Everybody has a plan, right? Mike Tyson said everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face, right? So you don't know how you're going to respond to it. So my book shares with you the journey of overcoming that battle after battle after battle and the mindset that you have to have, the mindset of a warrior, the mindset of a champion. And that's not to say that I didn't have days when I didn't feel like I wanted to give up because there were days in which I did. But when you think about, when you get to that point and you, thought, you start to think about the alternative, you keep fighting or you die. You transform or you die. There is no in between. And so when you approach it from that standpoint, it's like you either win or you, or you, or you die. And you may not necessarily die physically, but your dreams, they die. And if your dreams die, then you're already dead. You just haven't, you just haven't caught up with it yet. Your body hasn't caught up with it yet. But you have a lot of people walking around here that are physically alive, but emotionally and spiritually are dead. And they're just waiting to fall into a coffin somewhere and be buried. So if you don't want to be like that, then yes, you got to adopt this new way of of dealing with these challenges. And that's what I share with you in my book. And I also talk about going through the process of truly discovering your purpose and really identifying how to really define what your vision is. So where can our listeners get a copy of the book? Uh, Amazon, where else, where, where can they go? You can go to my website, succeedwithjd.com and get the book from there. You can also go to www.imstillheretheBook.com dot com and it'll, it'll take you straight to amazon and you can get it from there i'm happy to say that it's the number one amazon bestseller and uh we're looking to now take it to new york times awesome awesome congrats on that hey ml nation if your business is not growing fast enough you need to get the 10 stages to online duplication this is a free training i'll be doing go register for this webinar at onlineduplication.com again that's www.onlineduplication.com hey um you've been amazing thank you for the nuggets very very inspiring uh thank you for that as we kind of wrap up the show some really quick questions to pick your brain uh, and the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you, Johnny? My, well, it's, I live it. This is my mantra. 
If it doesn't evolve you, it should not involve you. So if it doesn't serve your vision, if it doesn't take you to the next level, if it's not going to help you become or bridge the gap from where you are to where you desire to be, then you simply should not get involved in it. Everything that looks good for somebody else or for some other people may not necessarily be good for you. So if you if you understand that if it doesn't evolve you, it should not involve you. That will help you stay focused. And this is why people, they, they don't succeed in the industry. There's a lot of distractions out there and they come in all different forms. But you have to ask yourself, how does it serve me? How, how does it serve my vision? How is it going to help me take, take myself to the next level? Yeah, I see this opportunity is great. Yes, I see this over here. You guys are making money and everything is fantastic. But does it serve what I'm looking to do? Does it serve my vision? And if it doesn't, it should not involve you. So if it doesn't evolve you, it should not involve you. That's really good. Hey, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? My morning routine. Every morning, I start off with meditation and visualization. I start off with affirmation. And every day, even when I was battling my, my heart failure, that was one of the things that I used to recover, to, to paint a picture in my mind of not where I was, but I was always looking and focused on the person that I wanted to be, that I created in my mind. So whatever it is that you truly, truly desire to have, here's the magic formula. The magic formula is thought plus conviction equals manifestation. So whatever thoughts you have that have the most conviction behind it, those are the thoughts that will manifest. So in order for you to really get to the point where you're able to manifest those dreams, you've got to develop a system that you follow every single day to the point where it becomes a habit. And the habit will actually bring you directly to where you want to go. So for me, the morning routine, you, gotta, you have to have that crystal clear clarity on what you're doing every single day. What is the best piece of advice you ever received, Johnny? The best piece of advice that I received, it was simple. It was a quote, actually. And uh, it goes like this. You're born looking like your parents, but you're going to die looking like your choices. That taught me, choose wisely. Choose wisely. And that means the things that you choose to partake in, the people that you choose to associate with, the places you choose to go, the books you choose to read, these things all play a part in where you're finally going to end up. And so make sure that whatever you're doing, whatever decisions you're making, whatever choices that you're making, choose wisely. Do you have an uh, online resource or an app on your phone that you could recommend? Oh, uh, you just, yeah, Evernote, Evernote. I was, I would drop that because, you know, sometimes when I'm reading and I come up with different, different thoughts from my, from the books that I'm reading, personal development books and things that are nature or CDs that I may be listening to in my car, something that sounds really good, something that really resonates and something that would actually be of value to someone else. Just, just quickly jot it down, just quickly jot it down because you're not going to be able to remember everything. So that has really been one of my best, my best tools, my best friends. 
Uh, what's I know you have mentioned two books already, Think and Grow Rich and your first year in network marketing. Do you have another one or two books that you could recommend for ML Nation? Well, let's see. Um, it all depends on what you're interested in. For me, I was always I was always interested in learning how to become a better leader. So any book by John Maxwell on leadership, um, developing the leaders around you and developing the leader within. Those are two books I would recommend. First, you want to develop yourself. And before you can develop others, you have to be able to develop yourself. Once you feel that you are in a position where you now you have the leadership ability or you starting to you're starting to feel like you have these leadership qualities. You want to learn how to now develop the leaders around you, because that's what it's all about. Really understanding how to become uh, a, a more effective influencer. That's what leadership is. Leadership is just getting other people or getting someone to do something that they normally wouldn't do. And that's all centered around influence. It has nothing to do with a position or a title or how much money you make. It has everything to do with how great of an influencer you are. And then once you're able to develop other influencers, then that's when the magic happens in your organization. So those would definitely be two other books that I would, I would recommend. And here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Yes. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know your wife. You didn't know you had no friends, contact list of zero. You kind of got like an alien that went to another universe. But you had all your knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build an MLM business from scratch? Wow. Um, hmm. Well, if they have a hotel in this universe, this alien universe, I would go wherever the people are, right? I would go wherever the people are, uh, some network marketing, a networking event, um, some some group where there's going to be a, a large group of people and start to connect, your, connect with people. Hi, my name is Johnny Davis. What's your name? Oh, what do you do? You know, you, com you connect with people using the, the forum technique, right? And you just really start to develop those relationships. Just take away technology, take away all those things, because I think technology serves wonderful purposes. But I think I think it, it makes people kind of lazy and dependent on it. Network marketing is belly to belly. It's face to face. So that's the first thing I would do. Go go to where the people are. If there's a church there, go to the church. If there's a um, synagogue there, go to the synagogue. If there's wherever there's people are, go there, connect with them. Get their names and give them your name. Exchange telephone numbers or exchange telepathic communication methods, <laughs> whatever you whatever you want to use. But connect with them in that way, and you develop your relationships with people because that's what it's all about as well. They want to before they do business with you, they want to they want to know you. They got to like you. They got to be able to trust you. So build that rapport with them and then share your share what you're doing with them first. Don't just go and like, oh, hey, my name is Johnny Davis and I, this is my business and you'll be great at it. And you're just verbally bombing on people and you don't know anything about them, don't know what they want to do, don't know if they have any interest in what you're talking about doing. You don't you don't know what their dreams and their visions and their goals are. So just just connect with people, meet them where they are, see exactly what what, what are some of the things that they want to do and then see if you could actually find yourself or see yourself working with these people. You may not be a good fit. Where you said uh, you go to a place where a lot of people are at. What's your favorite place to go? Your first place to go? You know, um, 
one of the first, believe it or not, I love, there's a club here that we go to, my wife and I, in Charlotte. It's called the City Club. And this is where all the who's who of this area, they all congregate. They all meet up. And the reason why you want to go there is because, or places like that, these are individuals that possess what I call the intangibles. These To be a part of this particular club, you already have to be at a certain level in life. From a standpoint of these individuals know that they're already successful because they are. They're doing well in life. They have successful businesses or they have really high positions in their in their company or corporation. So the intangibles are there. They, they already have that high self-esteem. They already have the belief. They already have the 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 confidence in their in their ability. So you don't have to invest a lot of time trying to build those types of people up because it's already there. All you have to do with these types of individuals is just share with them an opportunity that makes sense and that they can see themselves doing. If it makes sense and they can see themselves doing it, then they'll fly as opposed to an individual who doesn't have the belief, doesn't have the confidence, that hasn't read the books, has never engaged in personal development. It takes a longer time for that person to grow into that that individual. So does that, does that make sense? Yes, yes, very good. Hey, uh, thank you so much, Johnny, for being on the show. As we wrap up, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you and also get a copy of your book? Last word of advice, just stay plugged in and stay connected and keep believing in yourself. I know it sounds it sounds hokey. I don't know everybody says it. But I'm going to tell you, your belief is your most powerful form of influence. Without it, you're dead in the water. So just just keep believing. Can believe, believe in your vision because it's worth it. Um, if you want to connect with me, you can reach me, Johnny Davis. Or actually, you, you can reach me at Succeed with JD on Facebook. You can reach me with, at Succeed with JD on Instagram and also Succeed with JD Twitter. And my website is www.succeedwithjd.com. You can get the book there and also www.imstillheretobook.com Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang with Johnny Davis. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and just look for Johnny uh, Davis, D-A-V-I-S, at the search bar and the show notes or the nuggets of wisdom that Johnny shared. Also links to his book and also his contact info will be right there. Hey, Johnny, in order to be successful in network marketing and in business and in life, you must help others. So thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Johnny, and God bless you. Thank you for having me. Hey, ML Nation, do you want to grow your business faster and recruit and, more importantly, duplicate online? The many trainers and leaders teach how to recruit online, but they don't teach how to duplicate online. And it's the duplication that builds your business fast. I have a free training, the 10 stages to online duplication. Go register at www.onlineduplication.com where you can get the 10 stages to online duplication. Again, that is www.onlineduplication.com. Hey, I'm Al Nation, Simon Chan, recap and review. Well, awesome show from Johnny Davis, the heart of a champion, literally the heart. This is, is, isn't inspiring. He actually had a heart attack and uh, 
basically was in a coma. Stopped, his heart stopped working for like 16 minutes. I had to revive him and be able to bounce back and do what he does. A lot of, you know, a lot of tips here. Number one is most distributors, they're not successful because they're not connected. You got to be connected with the team to be on fire, right? You may not know much, but you can borrow other people's success. Right, you always gotta be connected, and I mean, if you listen to ML Nation, you get you're connected. You gotta go to your company events, and he shared really good tips. Is like in terms of building the belief, is when you're at a company event, right? Borrow other people's stories. For example, you can update. Just say you're following up with someone, and you saw like a teacher on stage, very successful, right? You're always borrowing these testimonials. So if I was talking to a teacher, I was like, hey, you know. Um, just following up with you, I just came back from my event. So inspiring. One of the teachers out there was a top incumbent, was a teacher, and she was on stage sharing, and I immediately thought about you. Just want to see how you're doing. Right? So if you're, even if you're not successful yet, you can borrow, uh, learn to borrow other people's success. And most people, if you're struggling, it's because you're not excited enough. Right, and you gotta believe. You gotta trick your mind to believe your success. And I always share that when I was earning a hundred dollars a week, I saw myself earning six thousand dollars a week. And it goes back to what Johnny says: your vision. You gotta be crystal clear about your vision and how clear it is, and how this business, your MLM business, is going to help you achieve your purpose in life. And that's why I always lead with. I always talk about leading with vision. Right, my. Vision is purpose-driven life to have a positive impact as many lives as possible. What is your purpose? What is a vision? Sit down and map out a belief. Map it out. Most people don't do that because they don't teach you that in school. But work on the vision. Craft out how your business will help you. Believe in the vision and believe in your vehicle. Top leaders, top earners are always believing in dreamers. Right, they th- and then how is your product company going to fit into the vision of your life? And be crystal clear on that, because when you're clear, then when it goes down, you know, when you even when Johnny had this issue with his heart, he knew that was his purpose. He kept going. It motivates the fire, right? And you gotta, you know, if you're working with new people. You gotta get people to believe they can do it. And how? It's by going back to the vision. Right, going back to the vision, and uh, you know, it's two great resources. Talk about think and grow rich, and your first year in network marketing. Right, really, really good books, um, and how do you again work that will increase your belief? I know for me, I, I remember exactly where I read your first year in network marketing was a huge, huge help for me, especially my first year. Give me realistic expectations as well. You know, once your mind is here's, I'm gonna go over a couple other things too. You know, once your mind is stretched, it can't go back. Right? Is your mind being stretched? If you feel like I'm gonna quit and I'm gonna go back, your mind is not stretched enough. Okay, this business is about up and downs, and you must pay the price for success. You know, I shared this um, with one of my team members when I was building. Like, he said, "Oh, I gotta pay a price." I was like, "Hey, you gotta pay a price sooner or later." You know, when he was young and single, and he's one of my he was one of my top uh, earners. He's a six figure earner, stay at home dad now. And he's like, "That time, are you gonna hang out with his friends after work?" He said, "Oh, I'm paying a price." I said, "Yeah, you gotta pay a price sooner or later. You gonna pay the price now, or when you have kids?" And you know, my my friend John, he paid his price back then. 10 years ago, and now he's a stay-at-home dad, hangs out with his uh, two kids, a daughter and a son, right? He's got a, a daughter like almost four years old, and the son is a little younger, and he gets to do that because he paid that price early, early on. Well, uh, the other things is, you got to, whatever you want in life, you will be tested. So true. You want to be successful, you'll be tested in this business, right? And you got to transform or you'll die. If you don't transform, your dreams will die, and there's really no, no point in living, right? You got to transform always. So, during the tough times is when you're changing. And that, so if you're in the struggle right now, know that you are changing. It's good stuff. And I love what Johnny said. If it doesn't evolve you, you don't, if it doesn't evolve you, don't let it involve you. Really good stuff. 
there. If it doesn't evolve, it doesn't change you, right? This business is changing you. That's why you involve it. If it's not changing you, if you think that you're doing that's not changing you, make you be better, then don't get involved with it. Um, I love the couple of the quotes. Thoughts and conviction equals manifestation, right? It goes back to your vision part. Uh, thoughts and conviction equals your manifest Manifestation. Thoughts and conviction equals manifestation. I had to repeat that three times because it's so important. You're born looking like your parents, but you die by your choices. So make those good choices. Work on yourself. Work on your leadership. Talk about if you want to be influencing others, because that's what leadership is, you have to work on yourself. And lastly, work on your belief. Visualize, work on your belief, because I believe 95% of success is all mindset up there. That's why people have the same product, same company. Why do some people stay in and not quit? And why do people some quit? It's all up in the mindset. Hey, ML Nation, great show from Johnny Davis. Definitely check it out. Check out his book as well. Go to the show notes page. Just search for Davis, D-A-V-I-S, and you see the links there. And if you like this, ML Nation, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And thank you for listening. I'm Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud to be in this amazing profession. Hey, ML Nation, work on a vision. Vision. And be clear. Thank you so much. Go out there, have a positive impact on someone's life today because that's what this is business is about. Go out there and make it happen. And God bless you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare.